0: 13 minutes after the hour, 17 away from, for those with us on Central Time, and it's now time to say hello to Molly Hudson. Once again, we welcome her back into these studios. Marley started out many, many years ago with an interest in uh, uh, our waters, and it took in uh, just what uh, is under the surface there with marine biology and in fact it's it's work that takes her around uh, regularly into those remote places is where she's going to be heading next that's if she can cross uh, the river, it's fairly flooded out there, she might also be keeping an eye out on uh, water levels and pollution <laughs> she's got a skillful eye for uh, our environment, and uh, she's had many years to very much uh, craft her craft wisely. We welcome Molly back. Uh, hello, Molly.
1: Good morning, Sandy.
0: Nice to have you along once again, starting out as a, with this journey many years ago, your interest in marine biology.
1: Yeah, so it was a few years ago I was on the show now and back then I was working for the CSIRO as a marine scientist um, and now I am working for the Kimberley Land Council as an ecologist so I get to do land and ocean-based work um, now. So, yeah, doubling up but it's, it's really fun learning about the land-based stuff as well which is all new to me this year.
0: Oh, yeah. I had to get my tongue around it. What's an ecologist?
1: So an ecologist is basically someone who studies, um, yeah, the living environment and uh, that is usually more land-based compared to a marine ecologist or a marine scientist. So... Uh, it's been new to me doing the terrestrial stuff this year, but I've gotten to do a lot of really cool work. Sorry, last year as well when I first started um, out at KLC, I got to do a lot of really great stuff working with new animals like bilbies and possums and things rather than in the past, most of my work was turtle and dugong and seagrass. Uh, but yeah, expanding into a bit of a new field, which is really interesting for me.
0: How does possums and bilbies fill into ecology?
1: Yeah, so basically what my role is all about is I support the Indigenous rangers um, throughout the Kimberley, uh, mostly the KLC ranger groups on doing their threatened species monitoring work, um, along with any culturally significant species. So. Any animals that are out there that they are concerned about, the health and safety of, um, they uh, asked me to assist them to put together projects to monitor the animals and look after the country around the animals to make sure that they are kept healthy. Um, And, yeah, so bilbies uh, being a huge one for some of our groups, um, also a really important threatened species for Australia as a whole, Uh, and then a few other interesting animals that we've got. Night parrots, which are really... um, you know, big topic at the moment. And then there's a tail possum. They're a big topic. Um, but, yeah, basically any threatened living species is, uh, yeah, that's of interest to the groups. So I'll, I'll support them to monitor. Oh. So how did you manage
0: to marry just uh, what you've done in, in, in the past to ecology, working with land-based animals, say, from uh, marine science?
1: Yeah, so it was all very new to me, um, but I also did. So when I was at university, I did my Bachelor of Science. Uh, I did a major in marine science, but I also did a major in environmental science. So uh, luckily, that uh, you know study that I did at uni came in handy when I uh, moved back home and started working at the KLC. And it was it was really interesting my transition to land based stuff because. I hadn't looked at it for a very long time, maybe five years since I'd been at uni, but most of the concepts, the science concepts, are the same. Um, you know, scientific methods and the way that you you look at the animals and you study their behaviour. It's a lot easier because they're on land, though, uh, and um, I don't need to worry about how we get under the water to look at things. Uh, but it's still very different in the sense that... Um, the vegetation or plant side of things is hard for me to grasp so when I was doing marine science and we looked at vegetation you know there's not that many different types of seagrass and seaweed compared to on land the thousands of different species of plants which I now need to try and learn so it's a challenge for me but um I'm really looking forward to like upskilling in that area and getting better at my plant identification.
0: So what's the challenge when you've gone back constantly just to fine-tune your craft. I know you've had several attempts with revisiting subjects when you were studying, but you were just so persistent. You really wanted to be a, a marine biologist. That's the story you shared with us. It's amazing to now hear this competent young woman now doing ecology.
1: Yeah, um, I yeah I remember how difficult my uni journey was, and having to redo a lot of subjects because I I really struggled, especially with chemistry at uni. Um, and I think that uh, I don't like it's not an excuse, but it's an explanation. I think is is my education wasn't up to the same standards as as other people entering university, so it was a bit of an extra challenge for me and it took me a few goes to get there but I finally got there um, and now actually being in the field and working with communities and working with people here in my home in the Kimberley I've learned that I have skills in other areas um, so I might not be that great at chemistry but my talent lies elsewhere and for me I feel like my talent lies with um, being able to understand what our local people need and understand what our local people um you know, are trying to look for in and care for in their country and that's something that I've I've really tried to work into the work that I do, um, you know, is really looking at science in the perspective of being there to support Aboriginal people and ranger groups um, rather than in some areas, you know, uh, other people might not have the same understanding of it. So, I think that's from my upbringing um, as a, and then also being a scientist, I think it's a... Um, you know, something that you I know, have to offer that's, um, you know, there to support our ranger groups. Um, and I've I've found a, a bit of a niche for it here at the KLC. So I'm really, really happy about my new job. It's like my dream job, so. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I,
0: I'd say to the other round, it found its niche in, in you and just the resilience you've shown and demonstrated. Going back in... Uh, redoing topics, subjects, uh, it's just giving you strength, it goes back to the old saying, always measure twice, cut once, three times if you have to measure. That's the surety you've been given to create this confidence in getting out there. Molly, are you the only one doing this type of work at the moment?
1: Um, My position at the KLC, yes, it's only me, um, but there are a lot of support organisations that we have in the Kimberley who are working with our ranger groups um, to ensure that they're doing, um, you know, really amazing work on country and giving them support that they need um, to tick all the boxes and achieve all the goals. And, um, yeah, so, but at at the KLC, for me, I'm the only one. Um, We do have a bit of a group, um, a network I'm starting to connect with of other young Aboriginal people in the Kimberley who are interested or studying or working in the environmental science space. And I've been seeing it growing over the years, the amount of um, young people interested in this space. And I'm really excited to see where we end up in 20 years time. You know, I'd love to just see so many more aboriginal people with a background in environmental science because it's so relevant to what we want to do when caring for our country and what we want to achieve up here um you know in, in terms of land management so um yeah when i hear that there's more people coming through that space um it makes me it makes me really happy so yeah you're happy
0: to be going out bush you've got a trip out there haven't you
1: Yes, I'm so happy to be going out bush. My, my job now is I'm in the field so much and I absolutely love it and I've been getting to see some of the most beautiful parts of our world here in the Kimberley. Um, I've got a trip hopefully out to Mullen near Balgo. At the end of the month, if I can get across the river, but we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. But, you know, I'll also be in Fitzroy for the next few weeks as well. So my job's been taking me all over and I've been, yeah, getting to see some incredible places, you know, alongside a lot of traditional owners who support me when I work out there. So, um, yeah, really just the ideal way to see our country, yeah.
0: Mm, You're going to have to sing out, Crocodile, crocodile, let me cross your golden river. Only if you've got the colour, oh, whatever. But it's an interesting time, Mali. Wow, what a beautiful gift to share with the rest of the nation ahead of uh, International Women's Day celebrations. Our very own uh, scientist here in the studio with us, starting out with marine biology, now working on ecology would you like to see others uh, take on this type of career?
1: Definitely. Um, I think it just perfectly aligns with a lot of the work that our our community and our, our rangers are already doing in, in the environmental space. And, and a lot of people don't realise that Aboriginal people were the first scientists, are the first scientists, and a lot of the work that's already happening is science like people don't look at it the same way as I do but it is science what we're doing on country what our rangers are doing they're doing science and and um, in my eyes you know they're already you know Aboriginal scientists but I would definitely love to see um, people taking a more focused look at those um, study areas as career options and I know it can be very daunting because it's not a space where there's many Aboriginal people like uh, you know my early and before I moved home Uh, You know, there was not, it was a lonely place for a young Aboriginal woman, basically the science industry, but um, it's not anymore. And, and that makes me really happy. I'd love to see more jobs available as well in the future for Aboriginal people to get into ecology or marine science, um, more identified roles. There's been a few going around, but it's been picking up a bit more. Um, You know, I'm really thankful that um, my role's funded. So it's funded by the foundation of national parks and wildlife, Um, you know, so it's I'm very lucky that that funding's available. But um, in the future, I'd love to see more funding available to support Indigenous people to um, go into these types of roles, you know, scholarships or other, um, yeah, ways or streamlines, ways of streamlining career pathways, uh, especially for people here in the Kimberley where land management is our life, so...
0: (laughs) Marley Hudson, thank you very much for coming in once again and just uh, giving us a refresh, a total look at a vision of uh, change and how we can make these changes and be a part of it, especially when it comes to our environment. That's paramount. Thank you. Molly Hudson, young ecologist with the Kimberley Land Council, our special guest as part of the a land Council segment today ahead of International Women's Day tomorrow, the 8th of March. What a beautiful, shining example.